You can both be a masterpiece and a work in progress. Unknown. It's a word podcast starts now. What's going on, beautiful people? Welcome to another episode of It's a Word Podcast. This is your host, Golden. I'm so glad you're here. Thank you for coming and tuning in with me today. Happy Friday. Happy Friday. You made it, sis. Well, actually, happy Friday to those whose the weekends begin. Because I know that not a lot of, some of us actually, you know, the weekend, it doesn't mean anything because you still got to go to work. So <laughs> they'll be like, man, happy Friday, nothing. I got to get up in the morning. That's all right. That's all right. You do what you got to do. But as a general consensus, happy Friday to most of us, to whatever we look forward to this weekend. We have made it. So how are you doing, sis? How are you doing? How's everything? I hope everything is fine with you. I hope that you're in optimal health. I hope that you're in good mental in a good mental space. And I hope that everything turned out in your favor. Um, my week was very busy. Um, today was very busy, which is why I'm doing the podcast right now. Um, a little late in the day because um, it was it was a busy schedule. I had orders back to back to back to back, and by that time I you know I was done. I had to go pick up my daughter. So heads up if you hear some background noise, some cheers, some cries. The girls are here, and I apologize in advance. Should you not want to disturb you too much, and if the um, podcast is chopped up a little bit because I'm gonna probably edit in case they interrupt me. And I appreciate your patience with that um, until I can, you know, get my weight up and get my podcast a little bit more professional. This is how we're going to do it for now because mama's on her way. Um, another thing is, uh, you know, like I was saying, the previous podcast, I hope you enjoyed it. It was a little longer than the norm. Um, I really, really enjoyed doing it, um, but I don't, you know, want to try to make the podcast too long because I don't want to take too much of your time, but... You know, it was interesting because I was talking about the coronavirus, right? Today, I went to the store and I made a pit stop at the store. And when I when I got out of the car, as I was walking in the store, there was a man that walked in with me and he had like a full-fledged mask on, right? And I'm like, whew, I got to tell you, I wasn't ready for that. <laughs> I wasn't ready for the visuals, sis, because like, I mean, here, like, you know, they say medical staff, doctors and nurses, they, you know, to deal with the people, even people that work in nursing homes or whatever, they have to wear a mask, you know, for precautionary measures. I get that. And I, I don't know. I got a little spooked. You know, I know last week I was like, uh-uh, don't be spooked about the coronavirus, whatever. But I was like, I'm not ready for, like, civilians walking all willy-nilly with masks. Especially because, like, there were some cases that were found in New York where that where I am. Well, not exactly where I am, but, you know, in this altogether the state. So I was like, oh, and a friend of mine was like, oh, yeah, they found like two cases of coronavirus in a school, in one of the colleges. I'm like, what? So I got a little concerned for a second. But, you know, I'm just I'm just messing with y'all. Like, I mean, I, at the end of the day, it's all about taking care of ourselves. So please take care of yourself, take care of yourself, take care of yourself. Um, and I don't have to tell you to wash your hands. I mean, clearly, that's what we got to do anyways. But I don't want to talk about that right now. We got some things to chop up, sis. I mean, we have some things to talk about. Um, okay, let's get into it. 
I was following a story that developed over the course of a week. I want to say a week and a half because I admit I got there late. Like I always be getting the the news a little late because I'm not like the, I'm not the type of person that's gonna have my nose in social media too too long or too often. Um, but when I do, by that by the time I get the news, unless it's like something like awful, like what happened had happened to like Kobe or a tragedy or a death, whatever. But for this particular news, um. It really brought to shed some light on what I was talking about when I was sharing with you why I do It's a Word podcast. And it really gave me a lot of validation. And I'll tell you why. Let's get into the story. The company Honeypot. If you've never heard of Honeypot, it is a black-owned brand of feminine products, feminine hygiene products. The founder, her name is Beatrice Dixon, and she... Um, you know, came up with a brand of feminine hygiene products, you know, tampons, pads, sprays, and washes to, um, that don't have, that made out of natural products. They don't have harsh chemicals. They favor a little bit more, you know, the woman's health and all of that good stuff. I discovered um, Honeypot last year sometime because it was a lot of influence, not a lot, excuse me. I, I, I like to throw a lot of, around a lot, but it's a lot. <laughs> Excuse me. I discovered her because there was an influencer that was promoting her, the, the, the brand, saying that she uses it and she likes it. So I hopped on board and I was on the email list and all that good stuff. At the time, to, to, at the time that I found the brand, it was a growing brand. You were, you were able to get the products like via you know online and on a subscription base, base, um, um, subscription basis um, and get the products you know, ship to your door. But at the time that, at that time also, I read that she was supposed to be in Target because I remember one time I was so excited that there was a natural brand of things that were probably going to be a little bit more affordable for, you know, the my demographic. I went to Target looking for it, but it wasn't there yet. So I guess it wasn't developing, in the developing process of it all. To make a long story short, forward 2020, the news is sis is on the she's been take taken in you know like by um the target brand target excuse me retail chain took her on took took her on as a product and they recently had an ad for her product online and I've seen it and I encourage you to go see it yourself because what I need you to do is go look at the ad and I want you to tell me what you saw and if it if it matches the sentiment that I'm about to share with you so I went to look at the ad and when I saw the ad, it was a regular Target ad, like, hi, you know, this is my product. It's going to be Target. Our goal is to da-da-da, you know, the typical commercial. And then at some point in the commercial towards the end, I believe, closer to the end, I'm going to paraphrase and absolutely misquote it, but I'm going to paraphrase. She says, basically what she's saying is, I'm hoping what I do impacts or inspires the girl of color that's coming behind me to know that she can achieve good things and see herself in what I'm doing. Next thing I know, I'm looking on social media and that's how I came across the news. Backlash, backlash, boycott, honeypot, boycott, honeypot. I'm looking at it and I'm like, what happens? Don't you know white people in no uncertain terms want to call a boycott on the brand because they call it racist? 
saying, oh, so one of the, the comments also, so this is for only black girls? Wow, white girls don't have their periods either. Like, I mean, all oh, why would Target take on a brand that is exclusive to one you know, specific race? That's I, I hope that one day they figure out, they, they get to see that what they did was absolutely racist. And they're calling for a boycott of the, of the brand. And I was like, okay. <laughs> I can't say I'm surprised, but okay. My podcast, I'm hoping to work and dedicate in a way, share with you, dedicate to stories like what's going on with us as a people or black women, particularly, not just in a way of gossip or just, you know, like wanting to like share the news, but not give you any insight. And I don't want to stay too long on the negative aspect, but I want to focus on what must be learned. Right. But in this instance, I like to look at that and say to myself, see, this is why. This is why media that caters to the upliftment and the betterment and the encouraging of black women need to exist. Because, and that's my opinion, by all means, send me your email. It's the word podcast at gmail.com with your own opinion and we can chop it up. Please be respectful because I, will, I, have, I, I love to throw block parties. But... The thing is, is that my opinion, I don't see how they can take that and interpret and translate as racist when the idea behind the work that that woman is doing, yes, she can have, she has, she has um, um, customers beyond black girls and beyond black women, of course. But what's wrong with saying, hey, I want the little girl that looks like me to look at me and say, I could do it too. I want the little girl to turn around and say, if, I, if, she, if she has a dream or an idea and she wants to make it manifest, that she can achieve it too. That it can, ju- it can be bigger than just what she think it may just be to herself. And they can look at something like that and, a st- and hear a statement like that and call it racist. To me, this is why, and this is why, and I'm hoping... From what I saw last I read, of course, black women rallied and we were like, you know what, whatever, because at the end of the day, this woman deserves her success because of what she's doing. She's filling a need. She is actually representing her. I mean, whether she came with the represent wanting to represent black women or not, she she has a brand that. A, girl, a young girl or another woman can look, another black woman can look at it and say, wow, if she did that, I could do something too. She's contributing in some way, shape, or form to the cause of upliftment and encouraging and inspiring black women. I mean, what's wrong with that? And that's why I'd be like, you know what? This is why we need more platforms to talk about how it's okay to cater to ourselves. There's nothing wrong to look at ourselves in the mirror and say, I love what I see. And there's nothing wrong to encourage our young girls to look in the mirror and say they love what they see. But then they have to be able to look at the generation of your and say, you know what? If the generation before was able to do it, I could do it too. And not want to, you know what? Let me tell you something. I grew up in an era where there was not a lot of women like me on TV. There was not a lot of women that looked like me in the radio. Like, I mean, on music, sure. But not in a way of entrepreneurship. Not in the way of being successful outside of the entertainment industry without looking like somebody else. And today we don't, we are blessed to a certain degree in spite of the impediment. We're blessed to to not have that problem. A girl can go on social media and she can find a sister rocking a fro or rocking the three C or the four C and say, Oh, my hair is the same way. I can, um, 
I can do this hairstyle and look pretty too. What nobody would foresee on TV from me when I was growing up. I had to try and fry that and lay it to the side so that I could make something out of my hair. And my hair didn't want nothing to do with perm. My hair didn't want to do nothing. Didn't want nothing to do with being flat because it just couldn't handle it. But I see that was the only ideal standard of considered beauty that I was exposed to, and it, and unfortunately it was instilled in me by my mother, talking about if your hair is not you know pressed or whatever, it looks kinky and it looks crass. But today. We're able to like change that narrative. We're trying to change that narrative in the in the entrepreneurship world as well, not just in music and in in in, in, in um um in, in the entertainment industry, but in the entrepreneurship as well. And they are backlashing us for that. They're literally backlashing you for saying, "I would like for another girl that looks like me as she grows up to be inspired by what I do." But you know what? Kudos to Beatrice for actually even making that statement openly. And kudos to Target for allowing that statement to be made on the ad. Because, I mean, yeah, it's, 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 it goes without saying. But they don't want us to say it. And, it's, and remember in the, in the last podcast, I said, we don't live in a world that we think is so open and friendly and welcoming. And like, oh my God, this is what you guys are doing. You're welcome, you know, open arm. No, we don't. Very narrow-minded. Outside of social media, even though social media has its issues also, outside of social media, we live in a very, very narrow-minded, still very, very uh, uh, misogynist, uh, freaking racist, freaking sexist world, as, as, I mean, as, as it could be. We just, you know, it's just better to choose not to look at it in a way where it's going to, like, deter you from your own dreams. But my thing is, the lesson that I want us to draw from it is, is that whether you speak up or not, it, it doesn't matter. So why not speak up? And I thought that it was very, it was very, um, what you might call it? I don't want to say brave because it just, to me, there's nothing brave about speaking, speaking your truth. It's just what it is. The only reason why it's brave is because there's not a lot of voices out there that are speaking it. <laughs> if there was more than one voice speaking something, it would just be the norm. So whenever a black woman speaks something of truth about herself, oh, whoa, you know, and, and, and they throw the stereotypical balls at us. Oh, no, uh, she's angry. Oh, she's bold. Oh, she's loud. You know, like, whoa, she's a little too, far, too forward with her forward thinking and she's trying to rock the cause bar. Like, I mean, but the reality is that's just the truth. I have daughters and some of y'all listening to me probably have children too. Wouldn't you want your child to know that they can look at themselves when they grow up in what you do? That's something that I was mentioning before. Yes, that's the answer. And guess what? Since then, since the air quote backlash and attempted boycott, mama reported that her sales doubled. So she's going to be ha 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 in her way. Yeah, backlashing her merry way to the bank as well she should. But the goal of this conversation, sis, is because to me, that's why it makes me feel like my platform and others of you if you want to start a podcast in the name of um you know bringing awareness to a cause that you believe in or you listen to uh uh you contribute to to um and support businesses or uh specifically black owned businesses or black uh, women owned businesses the re- this these are the reasons why there was nothing harmful about what um Beatrix done and there's nothing harmful about a feminine hygiene brand the woman is not selling guns. She's not selling black fists on the macaroon. 
She's not doing anything that is going to jeopardize anybody's life at any given time. She's actually helping bring value to vaginal health, bring value to women's care, because there's a lot of us, as we go through life, we go through different stages of vaginal transformation, but hormone transformations, like a lot of a lot of changes happen with us. So to me, I think that it warrants platforms like mine that are budding and platforms that are already existing that are giving a voice to what black women are doing and encouraging ourselves and supporting ourselves and uplifting ourselves for what we do. Because if we wait for the approval on the outside, and I'm not just talking white people because she could very well have some black haters too. You know, there's not, it's not so much a, a color thing as it is a... Well, it is a color thing. So it is a color thing, but it's not limited to that. So the more we put our voices towards the upliftment and the support of black women, there's nothing, you know, it's like we can like tone down or make the opposite voices tone deaf. Because I got to tell you, there was nothing about that air quote backlash that made sense to me. It's not that it surprised me. But it's like, come on, y'all. Y'all could have saved that for something else. <laughs> it's like, y'all were just looking for the upcoming, the, the next up-and-coming, air quote, black stuff that you felt was too black for y'all to put a black, you know, boycott label on it. It's just, it's just the kind of society we live in. So the point of me saying all this is um, I encourage you, first and foremost, and this is not an ad. I'm not promoting Honey Pot. I'm not paid for that either. I do believe that it could be a product that can help you and I. Um... If you want to like this, um, stop using feminine hygiene products that have harsh chemical. If you're you have irritations or things like that, you might want to try Honey Pot a try. I think she um, give excuse me. You want you might want to give Honey Pot a try. Um, so you know, Google it, look it up, go on their website. They have an Instagram page. I'm on that page myself. Like I mean, I follow the page Honey Pot um, and um, read up on it and see. Give it a try. And you know, like if you do. Um, hey, email me. Let me know how you feel about it. And if it's, you know, something they have, they have different, um, I was going to say different flavors. <laughs> they have different scents, um, sensitive. They have like, I mean, they cater to, they, they really cater to the different types of um, um, things that we deal with as women, as far as our periods. And it's, an, it's a nice brand. So I want to encourage you to go look that up. And I want to um, say kudos, shout out to Beatrice, D- uh, Beatrice Dixon. Um, she's done something wonderful for, and she's representing black women well. And for her to uh, even utter, utter that and, and do what she does proudly in the name of being a black woman, I mean, that's a word. That is an absolute word. And I'm grateful for that because then there's more, there's more, to, um, there's more to look forward to. It opens another door. It, it enhances another black woman's confidence to want to try to do something. It also gives us confidence to say, you know what? If they're coming at us, we're going to clap right back and say, look, whatever. You still, if you don't want to be over here, just stay over there and do you. No, you know what, sis? We cannot be shy about being proud of who we are. That's why I'm like, you know what I do? I, I mean, I'll be, it, it'd be great if somebody that is, if you're, non, um, if you're not a black woman or a black man or, you know, if you're of another, you know, like um, race listening to my podcast and you get value out of it, bravo. I'm grateful because, you know, love and truth and happiness and, and self-awareness and all of that good stuff, the positivity is universal. But I like to, I want to channel mind and give a little bit extra and a little bit more extra attention to my, to my, to myself because I'm a black woman and extend it to those who look like me. 
because we are still, as you can see, as I mentioned in one of my previous podcasts, we're still going up an uphill battle. We are still going an uphill battle in trying to like make our accomplishments stand for something and be respected and recognized just for what it is. Not even, she didn't come out here talking about, uh-uh, I'm about to go dethrone Kotex and I'm about to like put Tampax on, you know, on, on lockdown. No, she's just doing her thing and she understands that she has a specific demographic that she caters to, not excluding anybody else, but she wants to make sure that we as black women can be cared for and, and see ourselves and feel good about who we are and feel good about what we have and have something that caters to us without it having to be, it's no fanfare. It was, it's just... I tell you, it's it's really so. I'm super happy that things like that happen in a way because I'm like, yep, this is why I do what I do because I want to give an extra toot toot for a black woman, you know, to honk your horn if you're a black woman because we need to do it. And that, honey, is a word. And that's that on that, sis. Um, you know, I'm gonna uh, close out the podcast in a minute. Um, the girls are getting rowdy. The mamas are doing their thing. And I don't want to make the podcast too long, um, but I did want to say that before I get into the last segment, sis, if you want to start your own business, if you have any idea of wanting to start a business in some capacity, I want to encourage you to do that. Um, I'm not a business, start your own business person. I don't have like courses or anything like that that I can share with you, at least not at this moment. What I mean is, is that I myself, I, I am in the throes of wanting to start a business. It's taking a long time to do it. It's very slow and steady, but it's going to happen. Um, and I think that it's a great thing in light of what we talked about with um, Honeypot. I think that more black women are making ways and starting their own businesses. I was reading an article, in fact, I'm going to link it in the show notes from Forbes that was talking about there's this company called Fearless Fund. Fearless Fund. And they, um, they, they, they raised a lot of money to provide venture capital money for women of color that want to be in entrepreneurship. Now I'm assuming, of course, I'm going to go out on the limb and say that women of color implies that it's not just black women it's probably our latino latina counterparts as well um you know women of color brown women other colors <laughs> um uh, but it includes us um because um it interestingly enough a fun fact is black women are heading the entrepreneurship world like we are as as much as we are in that industry, we are the least funded, interestingly enough. We are we have the short end of the stick compared to you know our other um our other counterparts. So I had seen that um uh what's her name? Keisha Knight Pulliam. She used to be Rudy in the Cosby show. And another actress, is she no, she's not an actress. But she partnered with a lady, um, well, let me see what the article says. I apologize. I don't want to be just, okay, her name is Ariane Simone, and she's an entrepreneur, an entrepreneur as well, and they um, partnered together with Fearless Fund to help pull resources, networks, and money from venture capitalists for entrepreneurs um, that are mainly uh, women of color, exclude probably particularly women of color. I don't know if they take anybody else. Um, but I think that 
things like that are important for us to know that there is a lot of value in what we do. Um, clearly, there is a demand for it. There's room in the market for it. And I will be glad to share with you my you know, step-by-step journeys. Like if I do something, I would be more than happy to tell you, hey, guess what? So when I started to do my business, I did this, that, and a third, and I could give you the resources that I have as I go along. But because I, you know, I'm like really in the infancy, infancy level, I'm not going to prop myself up as a guru or an expert into a field that I'm learning myself. This is not like just starting a podcast. This is an actual business that details, you know, you're playing with people's money. You're playing with people's emotions, okay? So I'm not about to sit here and tell y'all this is how you start your business and this is how you get money from, you know, sponsors or venture capitalists. No, 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 I'm not going to do that. But I am going to link the article. It's a very interesting article about a fearless fund. They have also um, an Instagram page, and I encourage you to, like, um, go and follow them. But I think that, you know what, sis, if you, if, and I know I talk a lot about, you know, follow your dreams, dream big, da da da. But if you have something that you're like, you know what, I'm good at doing this, maybe I could make some money on, you know, on the side with it and try to build and make something. Now, disclaimer just because you do something, um, you're good at something, if you have a hobby and you want to turn it into monetary, have monetary win with it, that's perfectly fine. But understand that you know, and this is not to put a damper, there's a lot of work, it's more than just being the creative side of it, you know, there's the administrative side, there's the financial side, so, and there's some things that if you don't know, you should learn in order to, and this is the marketing side, so it's, it's, it's much more multifaceted, and I'm telling you this by experience, me, I'm thinking, oh my god, I'm gonna start my business, because I like to do this, and I want to share it with the world, and I'm gonna try to make money off of it, and da, 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 yeah, it's a little bit more detailed than that, but I don't want you to let, I don't want to let that that's let excuse me i do not want to let that stop you if you want to start a business and you've had the itch maybe you should look into it sis why not why not i think that it should be you know if you have time um even if you don't have time you could do a little bit at a time um every day and it would you know maybe you could be onto something so uh let me know about that what you think about that so last but not least um in the beginning of the podcast, I talked about um, the quote that I that I read said something to something to the fact I can't believe that I forgot it just that quick. Oh yes, excuse me, I'm sorry because I I lost it from my I didn't I didn't have it on my note. It says you can be a masterpiece and a work in progress and also a work in progress. The reason why I chose that quote for us as the weekend powwow, as we enter the weekend for us to meditate on and think about, is in the spirit of wanting to give ourselves mercy. All the while acknowledging the great person that we are. It's okay to, um, how can I say? It's okay to be to fall short, let's say it like that. And it's okay to not be all that you want to be right now. It's okay to just aspire to that. All the while acknowledging who you are from where you came from. It's okay to big up your chest basically in a nutshell, but also understand that you're not there yet. That's balance. Because you don't want to have a delusion about 
who you, what you think you are, and not not see the reality of who you are, if that makes sense. Let me explain. I'm somebody that likes to see the beauty in things. I'm very excited. I'm the type of person I'm going to root for his sister and be like, hey, you know, what's going on? Says, oh my God, you look great. You know, you're healthy. Da, 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 da. And big, you know, big you up and give you a shout out and be so happy for you and your endeavors and all that good stuff. At the same time, and, I, and for my, well, not for myself. Let's see, I'm going to leave myself out of it. At the same time, I'm that friend that's going to say, nah, we need, listen, I, I mean, I understand, but look at this part. You see where, you see what you did right there? That you got to look at. You can't just be da, 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 da. And I'm not going to preach to you. I'm not going to make you um, um, feel bad about yourself, but I'm going to make you understand as a friend that, look, you are magnificent, but that right there. It's like that. There's something. There's something in that respect of your personality, or or that 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 part of yourself, or that part of your life that you need to tend to, and you need to to in order to beautify it even more. Excuse me. In order to beautify yourself even more, you're gonna have to look at that that dark spot on your painting. If that makes sense, like meaning, like look, it's okay to. You have to acknowledge yourself for who you are, and be proud of who you are. But there's some aspect of yourself, all of us, that we have to be like, okay, you know what? I got to work on this in order to be better. That's really it. That's all. But you have to be able to love both sides. That's what I was looking for. See, I went all around the block only to tell you, you just got to love both sides of yourself. You're going to be great sometimes. You're going to fall short sometimes. You're going to be awesome some days. You're not going to be awesome some days. You're going to be excited about life one day. You're going to be down in the trenches another. But you know what? That's what makes the moon whole. There is a dark side of the moon. There's a light side of the moon. You have to learn to love your light and love your dark at the same time. Because that's what makes you you. It's not to say that you have to fix everything that's dark about you all the time in order to portray that false sense of light. Not at all. Because the dark side of yourself, and by dark I don't mean evil, like, you know, you know, you just want to hurt people and stuff. I'm talking about the sides of yourself that are not always so happy or not always so comfortable or maybe you struggle with something about yourself that you don't particularly like. I think the faster that you learn to appreciate the things that you don't, even the things that you don't, and, and understand that you don't like certain things about yourself, and, but that's just what you do to some degree, I think it makes you, it's going to make it easier for you to navigate. It's going to make it easier for you to accept yourself and love yourself regardless. There's some days I'm like, yes, I'm a phenomenal woman, hear me roar, and I take on the world, and I'm smart, and I'm brilliant, and I'm beautiful, and I just radiate, and I emanate all of the good stuff, and then there's some days I wake up, and I'm like, I am not a happy camper, I just don't have it, I'm not built for it, but you know what I've learned to do? Whenever I have days that I'm like, you know what, I'm not built for this, or, oh man, I don't like when I do this, I take a minute, and I say, you know what, it's okay, it's okay. Today, I'm not built for this. I'm a work in progress. Today, I'm not exactly the happy thing. You know, it's not going to be happy. I'm not, I'm not, I'm not, I'm not in the mood. This is my, this is my usual saying. Ah, listen, I'm not in the mood. I'm not in the mood and that's okay. I'm a work in progress. The days that are glorious, I am a masterpiece and I embrace myself for all that it is. You know what? There's some pieces of art that they are revered even, the, even though they are imperfect they may have a chip in them or the older they are with all of this, you know, whatever, like scrapes or scratches on them or whatever they, they accumulate over time, that they are revered for the 
all the work and the, the whatever they represent and the, 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 they have character and substance to them. And that's you and me. What makes who you, what makes you and what makes your character is both the light, the sides that are grand that you're proud of and the, the part of yourself that you're not so proud, proud of that you should look at because you don't want to let your shadow over, over, overcast, you know, uh, the dark side of yourself um, shadow the light side of yourself so much. But the reality is it's there. I'm hoping that makes sense. I was just thinking about that because I was thinking about it for myself. And that's all part of the whole, you know, having self-confidence and being able to have that level of self-awareness where you understand that, you know, don't focus so much on the the part where you are going to falter, but you don't want to give exclusive, um, altogether unrealistic highlights of the great things of the great person that you are because you don't want to disappoint yourself because of the days that if you're not able to make let's say a deadline or you're not able to be yourself like you would want to or you just feel like hiding away from the world and that's okay because some days we need time to heal we need time to like um um get into our little corner get into our room and just lick our own wounds and that's all right all of that makes us who we are as women particularly and when i say that i apologize to my male listeners i don't want to exclude you per se but because i target um black women as a black as a woman, my black woman myself, I kind of like see if there's a relatable issue there. But if you do relate as well, that's great. But as women, it's like if we are because we are so emotional and we tap into our emotions so much. It's like if we go through something that is unlikely, we get to be so hard on ourselves that it actually throws a shadow and completely darkens the light side of us. But what we have to understand is just that we're a work in progress. That's all. And I will always be that friend that's going to say, hey, guess what? You're awesome. You're great. Three cheers for you. And that side of yourself you're struggling with, yes, you got to look at it. It's not that, it's not, it's, it's, it's a hindrance, but that's what makes the beauty of you. Sis, you are a masterpiece and you are a work in progress also. Take time with yourself. Be gentle with yourself. Acknowledge both sides of yourself or however many sides you got. Embrace it all. Embrace the whole you love the whole you because at the end of the day if not you who (laughs) and that honey is a word and this was another episode of it's a word podcast sis i'm so grateful that you took the time to be here with me today i appreciate you so much and i would love to hear your feedback can you please email me it's a word podcast at gmail.com it's a word podcast at gmail.com i look forward to hear from you And uh, I want you to have a great weekend. Enjoy yourself. Take good care of yourself. Live boldly. Laugh hard. And love yourself even harder, sis. I will talk to you soon. You take good care. Peace.